Hello, everyone out there, and welcome back to episode 140 of Clash! Bling. Get along all the time podcast. I am your host, <laughs> Night Huda. With me, as always, is Tiz. What's good, y'all? Now we don't always get along. We just uh, usually agree on some things. Yeah. Some things. But other times, you know, that battle happens. It, it, it's spontaneous. It you know what I mean? <laughs> like thunder. But I got some stuff to talk to tell you about. Um, mm-hmm. And I, this might just be like a, a joke that just went too far in my own head and now i think it's too funny yeah but i just wanted to tell you um because we had been talking recently about old presidents yeah specifically those uh named by three initials <laughs> yeah and so i'm currently listening to a podcast uh shout out to chaluminati podcast uh, I feel like i've heard that name before I probably mentioned before, but okay. they're covering uh, the JFK assassination in like mm. a mini parted series right now. And mm. basically the way that they're laying it out is they're they're not taking a stance. They're not uh, getting political. They're literally, in my opinion, they're literally just laying out. Here are all the things that look strange yeah. around <laughs> this invest, the investigation of this, the mm. murder of this president. Right. So it's kind of funny because he he names the the players involved and he names, you know, their timestamps of where they were, of all the people that they can account for and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And all that kept coming to my mind was like, this is literally a game of Among Us. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, the president's head blue got blown off and they that was them hitting the buzzer. Yeah. Right. They they called the meeting. Yo, somebody sus. Who is it? (laughs) And then it's like mad people like trying to explain where they were why they were there what they were doing and it's just like some people's explanations are so sus and you're just like that that doesn't line up yeah and i'm just like (laughs) it's literally like 19 or whenever this happened i'm not paying attention to the years but i know it was in the like 60s uh late 60s early 70s and i'm like this is like among us uh, (laughs) in real life yeah (laughs) like nobody somebody wasn't doing their job and they were out murdering the prince look it's the oval office map (laughs) 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 it's the white house map Uh, or it's actually the the downtown dallas texas map yeah say there you go um the grassy knoll Oh my god! But uh, yeah, I just thought I had to tell you that because I'm like it. That that is literally the only metaphor I could make because it, it's it's just them listing. You know, this officer should have been here doing this, but he yeah. was over here because he was talking to this person who who What's shouldn't have been there because he was supposed to be over there. And it's yeah. like what? <laughs> uh, why were so many people not following protocol like during yep. this one time? I think too um, among us might actually be based on like an old board game called murder mystery or something mm-hmm. like that um and i think that it, just a little like thing i found out recently oh, okay okay it's that like makes sense it's like where you get together with your friends and somebody's obviously like the the murderer and uh, i might have the name of the game wrong but somebody's like the murderer and you basically have to like question your friends and stuff to, to figure out who it was and where they were and stuff like that Okay, because I'm like even mo- more modern. Uh, Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, have you never heard of Secret Hitler? No. What is that? Is that a board oh, okay, game too? 
it's a card game okay. uh i believe and it, it's yeah it's like one of one of you is like secretly hitler but that's you, insane you're, you're making like political calls but you try to do things in your favor without other people figuring noticing out. that you're being sleazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny being a complete fascist that's uh, actually hilarious but yeah other than that Let's get into the show. If you guys listen to something interesting this week, you should tell us about it. You should email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. You should, you should tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. Tell us what you've been listening to and or watching. I've watched some stuff this week, and uh, it looks like Tiz might also watch some stuff. A little bit. Uh, what would you do this week, Tiz? Um, so, I mean, since we said I might as well start with what I watched. I actually finished Obi-Wan. Oh really? Um, I finished Boba Fett too. I don't know if I ever talked about it. Um, but yeah, it's you just, did. T- you did say that. I, I did. That. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I, I figured why. I also might as well. shocked at that. Me too. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they're pretty short series. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, Obi Wan was only like six episodes, which I was like, wait, what? Is that it? <laughs> it should have been a movie. Like yeah. I've heard many people say, it should have just been a movie. Somebody made a fan edit apparently and like cut out a bunch of stuff, and then it just ended up being like a two-hour movie or something. Did they just cut out that whole part with Princess Leia? Probably. I didn't find any of that necessary. Probably, and honestly, <laughs> that's kind of my biggest critique of it, and it's kind of like a pattern I'm noticing. And maybe this is just mm-hmm. me. Maybe some. Maybe people will kill me for this, but I, I'm not really a fan of this whole like uh needed little kid interaction in all of these disney properties <laughs> this, this disney like we have to highlight a child at some point because yeah. it's disney yeah. yeah that's what exactly what it feels like and i'm just it's like so frustrating do i do i need that like i don't i don't know no. if this is really doing anything um for anybody who's audience. not a kid yeah exactly um and i get that it's and it's always weird to me because it's like yeah i get that they want parents to watch it with their kids and stuff like that but at the same time there's also random scenes of people getting like sliced in half and like you know like it just weirdly edgy stuff mixed in um so i'm like that's why american kids are messed up yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i wish they would just lean in just lean into we're like super like like nonchalant about violence, violence but like other weird stuff offends us it's because i grew up playing gta <laughs> as a child <laughs> <laughs> oh but no i wish they would just just double down on it just mess the kids all the way up if you're gonna you know what i'm saying yeah do the youngling way. scene yeah exactly just Let's fully go. show it um because yeah they kept flashing it in the show <laughs> but they would cut away right as the kid gets like slashed but then they flash to the kid's dead body on the ground <laughs> And I'm just like, what are we doing, guys? Are we wholesome or are we not wholesome? <laughs> um, but other than that, I thought it was decent. I thought they did Vader super dirty. Slight spoilers. <laughs> he he appears early on, but he does appear. Um, yeah. And he's pre- very prevalent in the show. But they did him super dirty. Um, I wish they would just. I wish from now on, all Star Wars uh, shows would just take inspiration from uh, Jedi Order or not jedi order uh fallen order sorry jedi fallen order because that version of vader is the definitive version of vader (laughs) he should be like like magneto telekinesis flinging half of the room around every time he shows up (laughs) just walking towards you as you like sweat and fear 
um but they got him looking looking a little sus in in this but i guess he's a little bit younger this yeah. is like fresh fresh vader they keep they do this do this thing where they keep like obi-wan keeps having flashbacks about like all of anakin's weaknesses <laughs> and hot-headedness and how they're yeah. still prevalent in him as vader and yeah. i'm just like man making him making vader look like a little kid like is <laughs> kind of annoying um <laughs> But other Young than that, Anakin it was his best Anakin. Yeah, exactly. Um, but other than that, it was cool. Um, I don't really have too many other complaints, but uh, it does seem like they're very much following a, a theme with with these properties. Um, but yeah, I, and it's not a whole lot they can do because we know where these characters end up. So. Yeah, I, I was just about to say I really hope in the future they go into some stuff that they haven't shown like that's not related to the movies like i want a, a show where you don't have to give me a a recap of the first three movies at the beginning because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do like every time They're no like, Here's i love this seeing recap. darth maul i love seeing darth maul fall down that hole <laughs> Get it's hilarious half. every time yeah <laughs> <laughs> jeez um but yeah so that's obi-wan um I don't know if I would recommend it, but if you're if you're a Star Wars fan and you ran out of stuff to ingest, I guess it's you know might as well. If um, you haven't, if you're a Star Wars fan and you for some reason haven't watched it already, yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, going on into some game stuff, this first one ALGS is actually an event I went to. Um, okay. And this is the Apex Legends Global Series Championship. Um, so this was an arena pro gaming event, which I had never been to like in my life before now. So, um, <laughs> my friend invited me and the tickets were only like $15. So I was like, hey, you know, might as well yeah. um, see what this is like, but it was actually For pretty cool. Experience. It was pretty cool. So they had like, I went into the arena. It's like what you think of like a regular sports arena. <laughs> um but an indoor one and they have like half they had like half of it set up for this event so not the full arena um Mm -hmm. and they had these giant giant monitors broadcasting basically the gameplay and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. then they had like on the stage uh or like they had a stage i guess set up across the whole floor with all the teams sitting down in their groups of three um and then they had like live commentators and stuff that were like just you know making everything hype and i will say it definitely does (laughs) change the experience from watching because like normally you would be at home like you watch this on twitch or youtube or whatever but it is very different with like the the extreme noise in in there and like the the people yelling whenever somebody gets a kill they're like ah like everybody's (laughs) freaking out like so it does kind of change like the hype level um but it was, I've always it, wondered, it was cool. I want to go to a friggin' melee that, Oh my god, yes. I want to see how brutal it gets there. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't even care if it's in the basement of, like, the public library. No, that would be awesome. be a part of that, John. Especially because, like, with Smash, I would know more of what's going on. With Apex, I, would, I was kind of like, you know, I had to kind of, <laughs> like, infer and stuff and, like, yeah. kind of guess what was happening. And I didn't, I don't really know the meta or what guns are good and stuff like that. Um, but it, it I'll was... Say, how, Close, like what's the spatial setup like like are they down on the floor and you're up in seats and where are these monitors like up in the air or yeah. just so okay. think of think of like you know how the megatron will be? i'm like i'm yeah i'm thinking like a jumbotron jumbotron situation yeah. except it was like three of those so it's like three okay. giant giant like almost movie size screens like projecting to so we could see the gameplay and then gotcha. it was like the little people sitting on the floor like you could barely see the, like see them at all um oh okay okay 
but we were the seats probably like they didn't go all the way up to the nosebleeds they went up to like the middle section like one section mm-hmm. before the nosebleeds and then there were just ground level seats too um, but we were like up in the middle because there's really no reason to be close because like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's on the giant monitors. I want to see the sweat. Yeah, exactly. On their faces. Um, <laughs> and it was uh, it was the competitors were actually from a bunch of different countries. So like they would do like their mic. They would do like a, a camera thing section where they show their gameplay and then have turn their mics on so we can hear what they're saying. And okay. some of them are in like they're just talking and yelling at each other in different languages. <laughs> um, some teams were like from England, some were from here, like so it was just a mix of all over the world. Okay. Um, and these yo these players were ridiculous. Like <laughs> they were doing crap that I've never seen before. This is their the life. Game. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so I, I feel like that's kind of what I enjoy most about it. It's just like whenever I see people play like that, it kind of gives me the itch to like want to go back and like <laughs> play, <laughs> even though I know I'm never gonna be that good yet. Um, but it's just like, oh, I want to try that. I want to do. I want to get my aiming better. Like, um, no, we're gonna. We'll be the parents that'll be like, did you get your three hours of Apex in this week? Yeah, <laughs> you march your butt up there. You turn on that Xbox. <laughs> the homework can wait. <laughs> This is your homework. It's like you're getting that gaming scholarship. God damn it! I was about to say, don't <laughs> let none of my kids tell me they want to be a pro gamer. I will take it so seriously. Like, um, I will are have you kidding me? Training. <laughs> we'll be the we will be the worst stage parents. <laughs> oh my god! Where's your thumb grips? Yeah. Get your hand wipes. <laughs> First row at every event, running in front of the camera. They gonna have to kick us out. Did you hydrate? Yeah. <laughs> you know you start trembling when you don't hydrate. Where's your water? <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah it's, your no. gamer fuel. it's it, it's dope um also the prize was like five the top prize was five hundred thousand split amongst the team the overall mm-hmm. pool was a million and so it was like first place gets five hundred thousand second place 250 third place like a hundred fourth like 50 and then it like went on down from like that um, okay so i thought it was kind of cool because it's like even if you don't win like you're still leaving it with a lot of money Something. potentially yeah. yeah um and the other cool part was like the format because I had never I was going into it wondering like how does this work for a battle royale right because it's not like mm-hmm. you can't do like a bracket right so it's it was like it was one it was a private match first of all so all the teams were just constantly playing against each other and it was basically like first to 50 enters uh, what they called match point so you earn points by just getting kills and surviving long long and like potentially winning matches and Mm -hmm. so it was like they would keep playing matches against each other whoever got to 50 first the next complete victory that they got after that would mean a win for the whole tournament and so what i didn't realize was like how actually close all of these teams were because it would be like one team would win get like let's say like 19 points another team that like was in complete last place would win the next one the team that won last time would be in like last place <laughs> so it was going so on for a while it's kind of like playing um like mario kart yes when you be stacking them points in the grand prix exactly you're like i can come back from this <laughs> and it was literally like any team could win at any point in time it wasn't just like yeah, one team was dominating exciting. yeah but it got to a point where it was like midnight and we got there at like five Jesus. and we're like yo all right somebody has to win this next match <laughs> <laughs> like we're just cheering for a team to win. I would say how far so away from me was this happening? What you mean? Like how did you have to travel far? Oh no, it was in the PNC arena, which is like in um it's in Raleigh, so it's like oh, okay. away. not yeah. far at all. Okay, um, cool. Which is another cool thing because they have a lot of events there, like concerts and stuff. But 
um yeah this was dope i i hope they i hope they do more uh of these for like different games and stuff well cool. we'll have to interview k one time because he prior uh, not prior to our podcast but i'll say maybe within the last three years was mm-hmm. applying uh to get their competitive team back together uh into a tournament was it um, apex yes oh nice so I'm like, we could nice. probably actually interview him about that process because I remember uh, reviewing and editing the letters he was writing. Oh, so, really? Um, That's funny. Yeah, the application letters. So I feel like I saw him on Apex on the Steam client the other day. I saw him on Steam on. And I was like, oh, it's I didn't know you played. very possible. That's funny. No, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Because in a long time because of school. Yeah. So it's very possible he's back. I wonder if he back was yet. actually watching this event on Twitch at all. It's, I don't know. It's possible. Cool. to ask. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, I hope they come back, do like Smash or something. Maybe do some Pokemon. Do like I would love yeah, to I wanna, see. Just I want to be in that room. I want to smell those old Game Cubes just burning up their insides. Yeah, you know, I want to smell those old yellow Game Cubes. <laughs> Yo, and it's so funny. I don't know if this is bad of me to say, but like, I love people watching at these types of events because I like seeing like <laughs> how much of a nerd am I compared to other nerds. And oh man we're so <laughs> we're so not committed compared to other people I, I can tell you that right now <laughs> oh for sure people are in there with their switch playing switch while watching the tournament and i'm like oh yeah this is different in here <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's not too hard to fathom i could totally see myself doing that for real. they was in there playing apex mobile on their on their smartphone i see <laughs> like, a couple look, man, of those i'm gonna practice i'm gonna practice these methods live that i'm yeah. seeing right i'm gonna practice them while they're happening in front of me exactly I see, you. I see you and i'm like hearing people talking around me and they're like oh he's got the such and such gun and i'm just like yeah i'm so out of touch here oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> i don't play I'm, enough I'm just, I'm just here for the general excitement. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a casual, even though I play a lot of games, but it's always funny. I can't wait for the VR tournaments. That's when I'm going to oh, get hyped. <laughs> when they just have people like airboxing and shit. Yeah. That's going to be hype. VR Yo, chat where's pro. Our Wii Sports or, where's our Wii Sports tournament so i can destroy people and we bowling especially with the new one now that they got online and all that it's perfect yeah where's that tournament at i thought that's what nintendo was setting up for okay i'm gonna stop because i know we have have a hard time lock today but like i've literally just pictured like families like you know nuclear mom dad son daughter like training for the the switch family sports sports olympics competition (laughs) it's disgusting the great american switch family sports that would be like family feud like that could be like Just a cool dads TV show. screaming at their children yeah <laughs> we taught you better than this we, we told you curve your wrist curve your wrist <laughs> put that strap on <laughs> i could see mom getting sweaty in the bowling oh my god yelling at us for not doing proper technique this is in your genetics yeah <laughs> that'd be too funny Oh man! Oh, so man. yeah, I could see a lot. There's a lot of potential in uh, esports in the potential. future here. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was definitely cool. And then um, going on from there, I think I mentioned last week that I was having going through a bit of an indie kick and trying mm-hmm. to trying to because I don't know if I talked about this, but I'm watching a timer for when I should be able to order my Steam Deck, and it's getting really close. <laughs> and so I have it, a friend at work who ordered one really um, recently. Yeah, yeah. I think they were setting up an emulator on it, a PS2 yeah. emulator. You can actually emulate really Switch. About. You can emulate Switch on it pretty well. <sighs> so don't do this. <laughs> there's the Switch Pro right there. Stop making all my consoles that I've like 
like taking years to collect and take care of obsolete with these in i told you i, yep. I told you i had to stop myself from buying a, a 64 2DS. emulator like oh not a 64 even a week emulator. ago got you yeah That's um but I, no i'm glad you said that because that exact feeling is what made me want to like i have to stop my switch from becoming obsolete so <laughs> there was this huge indie sale recently and i bought a couple games that were actually on my wish list um, mm -hmm. that I thought would be really cool to just have on Switch. And so I bought uh, Cave Story was one of them, and Yes, Your Grace okay. was one of them. Very um, curious to hear about Cave Story. Yeah. And I love Yes, Your Grace, so I'm yeah, curious yeah. to hear your opinion about that. That's what made me add it to the wish list was when you were talking about it. Um, but Cave Story, first up, is basically like, think of it as like Mario mixed with guns. Like, it, it has the base <laughs> controls of OG Mario, like the jumping okay. and the, the momentum and landing on platforms and stuff. But mm -hmm. then you have a low, uh, you can switch between a bunch of different guns. Um, so you have like a machine gun, you have like a fire gun, you have like a rocket launcher and a couple of other okay. ones. And basically like the main gimmick of this game is when you take damage, your guns down level and they get weaker. And when you deal damage and kill enemies, you get experience that levels up whatever gun you're holding. So it's like this balance of like how much you get hit versus how much you kill and how mm -hmm. powerful you stay um and even deeper than that it's got like this this cute little story to it um i won't say too much about it but it's kind of involves like it's one of those stories that you can make i guess parallels to real life but it's told in a very like whimsical kind of way mm -hmm. um, not whimsical it's serious for what the story is but it's not serious at the same time like um, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to explain but it's a very indie game thing to do um, but it's all very understandable like it's on paper it's nothing like super abstract or anything like that like you get what's happening it's no it's no elden ring yeah no it's it's 100 percent cutscenes and and text reading text and you understand everything that's happening um but it's pretty short it's shorter than i would have thought but i actually appreciate it it's about probably took me like five or six hours to beat okay um, there's a whole bunch of hidden stuff and there's a whole co-op to it so you can just drop in drop out with your friend and they just mm -hmm. pick one of the characters from in the game and play with you um so that's pretty cool and then um yeah it's kind of just got a lot of a lot of old school feel to it um is it, it exploratory or more just go through a level it's exploratory within the level so like okay it's not like metroidvania where you have to backtrack and find old right. keys to stuff but it's like you go into a level and you might walk past a locked door at the beginning of the level and then mm -hmm. you very early in the game they teach you okay so i'm gonna find a key for this door somewhere in this level i might have okay. to talk to somebody and do a quest for them or i might have to go collect this lady's missing dogs throughout the level to get her to give me a key to open this door so it's kind of like um it's kind of like the mario where like i never remember the name in this one and i hate it but it's the one where you can like pull turnips and stuff out of the ground oh and mario 2 right okay then yeah that yeah. one i think or with might Birda? have just been super mario bros it's got bird with what Birdo? yes yeah yeah yes that's too that's mario too it reminds me more it sounds more like that because that was more like the world was deeper yeah like the levels were deeper than they originally appeared yeah and then like throughout each level there's like hidden stuff you can find yeah. and there's okay. like secret bosses you can unlock and stuff like that um but yeah it's it's pretty cool i i had heard of the thing that first made me intrigued about this was you probably saw it too the completionist video where he he got like he basically cried in the video 
Oh, what, no, I didn't see this. You didn't see the, his cave story completionist video. He basically cries in it because of what this game like means to him and what he was going through in his life when he played it and all that stuff. Oh, no. And so, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what made me want to play it. I get sad. You can't talk to me about Jared. I get sad about Jared. Yeah, yeah. He's such a good dude. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And side note, he's on, um, I don't know if you've seen any of the his X-Play stuff recently, but he's on X-Play with my dude, uh, the Black Hokage. Who's probably like one of my favorite uh, black creators? They both like that work on so X-Play familiar. together. Yeah, I know he's on G Four. I knew I knew that much. I just hadn't gotten to see anything yet. Yeah, but I was like, I was watching. I was like, oh, it's actually kind of dope to turn on X Play and see like real YouTubers that I actually People like outside that you know of it. Play the game. Yeah, which is which is really cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Cave Store. I definitely recommend it. Probably on sale because it's like thirty dollars not on sale for no reason. <laughs> but, okay um it it usually i bought it for like ten dollars so it goes down pretty cheap um but i think it's it's worth it um for what it is and then um also hopped into yes your grace after i beat cave story and um i'm liking it so far it's it's more adventure than i thought but not in the bad way like yeah just more so and you have to walk around and talk to people but you're not really solving puzzles i don't think yeah it's like did you check on all the things all the time um and i i do like that it i feel like i almost feel like i have to check on everything it's not like Mm -hmm. it's it's forcing me to choose what to check on and what not to check on which i like that it has because if you don't you might just not have some information that might be important to a decision you have to make that affects everybody (laughs) exactly um but i really do like the kingdom management aspect of it Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me of what's that a a swiping game it's like a swiping version of this game oh rain rain yeah it kind of reminds me of rain but like a little more expanded out yeah um and you're like dealing with people's needs and stuff like that um because i feel like you actually care about these characters a little bit by the end yeah um, like his family just based specifically. On your repetitive interactions yeah. yeah like i already like feel like I, I like i had to lie to my daughter recently and basically like <laughs> I, I told her like nah i'm not gonna let you get married to some random and then the immediate <laughs> immediately the next day i was like crap i gotta make you get ready i think i did the her. exact same thing <laughs> i think i was like no honey of course you're not i've never forced you to do that and then i'm like oh shit i, I gotta shit, do shit, this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no i did do the, did you get to the the bear did you did not you let yet. your daughter have a bear no okay. i didn't get that far yet not yet, not right, yet. I'm, I'm, i'll be quiet then. that sounds funny though <laughs> <laughs> there's like one daughter that just she's out there doing bullshit and you're yeah. like what are you doing <laughs> that's hilarious. it's probably the one that's always like lying to me and going out behind my back and stuff probably i'm guessing um but yeah so one thing though that i'm not fully sure about this game maybe you can clarify for me mm-hmm. is it one of those games where you just play through and you get like multiple different endings like for some reason i thought it was a roguelite at the beginning but it doesn't seem like failure is super easy no it's not gonna like i don't think it can end prematurely okay i think regardless of how you play i think it plays out the scenario every time and yeah you just get different endings gotcha gotcha 
because i want to say i've played through it at least twice okay to see what would happen because there were like certain decisions that i felt were like super key to to where my story ended mm-hmm. so i went back and like made different decisions in those parts and and yeah things turn out how long do you think it took you for it to like beat one playthrough um i could probably do it in less than a week okay that's not bad um but it's hard to remember because i played it so long ago but i'm like i bet if you put a solid like six hours into it you could get through a yeah. playthrough like the first playthrough and then once you go through the first one you can probably shortcut some things yeah and um speaking of too because i know we were just talking about this the other day fable 3 actually is is really cool because the first half of the game you're you're playing like a typical rpg trying to save a kingdom and then the mm-hmm. entire second half of the game is basically your grace where you're managing this kingdom and making <laughs> sacrifices and decisions and stuff to try to get ready oh, for, a, for a big uh, for a big ending, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd mention that because that's a little cool thing that I forgot about Fable 3 until just now. <laughs> um, and you can be like the worst king ever. You can be completely evil, like horrible to your citizens, or you can be like super benevolent, but like you know how they always say like the more and same thing with your grace i think the more generous you are the less resources resources you end up with and the more exactly like, the worse off it could end up being probably not going to be prepared for that full-blown attack that's coming exactly. and not going to be prepared for the siege exactly you know? um, so. so i think i'm going like a balanced approach right now i'm like yeah if your problem's not that serious like if nobody's on about to die then i'll just be like yeah, look that's not my problem we got bigger stuff to worry about <laughs> Like but pe- I mean, some of them people that come in are so pathetic, man. Yeah, in rags and stuff. And they come in begging for my son. But my like, son is dying. I'm constantly thinking about that little message that popped up in the in the beginning, where it was like some people might just be straight up lying to you. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, yo, who's lying? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just put on these rags to try to get one over on me? Let me just sprinkle know. that some doubt on you. Yeah. It's like I never know who to trust. Everybody keeps trying to get me to build taverns for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how important is this? Gotta get people drunk, man. Yeah. Gotta keep people happy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's that's been fun so far. Um, so I'll probably continue playing that shortly. And then nice. that's pretty much my my week. What about yours? All right. Well, I will. My week was I did nothing. Um, <laughs> I did a couple things, but like. When I look back, I was like, man, I did nothing because uh, I do spend most of my nights playing um, Card Shark mm-hmm. because it's easy to dip into. And also, I've realized now that there is a there is a situation where you can run out of money and you're not able to make the minimum bet for one of the like locations you mm-hmm. travel to. So they've there's a location called the barn where you play with the same three uh same four other people and you basically get to like swindle them out of their money to get enough money to go back to the the map and go back to traveling so it has like a built-in system of okay did you fail at this one level like a bunch of times okay go back here get some more money and then try again And even so much to the fact that, like, it's like when you're swindling the people at the barn, you can pick which technique you're using. Whereas Mm -hmm. throughout most of the game, your mentor, uh, Comte, 
is telling you what to do like he's like we're gonna have to trick this dude this way because he's like he's privy to these other ways of swindling so we gotta like outsmart him right right but at the barn you can just be like oh i'll use the light finger dabbler and i'll (laughs) use the the prevalent gatherer because i'm good at those and basically you have like what i like to call a frustration bar Mm -hmm. at the bottom and basically you want to get in as many rounds as you can before those players get to the end of that frustration bar because then they're like okay you're cheating flips table yeah exactly (laughs) yeah exactly so it's like you can basically go there and if you get good enough you can play enough times to like get some money back and go back out to the world so i'm still like fascinated uh because i there there was a point at which i thought like they're gonna run out of gimmicks Mm -hmm. right like i was like they're gonna run out of gimmicks or they're just gonna have you like um stacking stacking uh, the gimmicks yeah for difficulty and what what is actually happening is like they're not running out of gimmicks they're mixing old ones and then also bringing in slightly new ones as you progress through the game so like Mm -hmm. one of the ones you learned early on is like basically think you're think about making like a okay sign with your hand mm-hmm. and the part where your fingers are pinching you'd be holding your cards <laughs> and then your other your other three fingers are up in the air right yeah and so you hold holding three fingers up is clubs okay. holding two fingers up is hearts holding one fingers up is uh spades and then no fingers is diamonds and so question, basically question. like yeah do you have to memorize these tactics or does the game like tell keep constantly remind you this will do this this will do this memorizing helps because speed is important but the there will always be there's always a symbol on screen to let you know what you're selecting okay gotcha. and like there's like for example there's one where so that's one way of indicating a card type there's another way where you wipe the table i think i talked about this the first time i talked about the game but you wipe Mm -hmm. the table either counterclockwise clockwise up and down or left and right okay and so that is like it'll show you like as you're swiping left or right it's like you're making a club are you sure and you can kind of stop yeah and like be like no that's not what i want i want the heart let me do the counterclockwise so you can kind of it kind of shows you like this is what you're doing are you sure Mm -hmm. but it's like if you've memorized it which it's not hard to do when you're doing it repetitively uh you can just do it a lot faster and then you get you know you have more time because ultimately what happens is there are situations you get into because some people that you play cards with are like friendly or whatever or they're drunk so they're not really paying attention Mm. but then there's like situations you get into where it's like this dude's like i'm gonna kill you and somehow your mentor is like well let's play cards over it yeah (laughs) and so you're sitting there and like the dude's holding a gun at your head (laughs) while you're playing cards jesus yeah so his frustration timer it goes a lot faster than say the drunk guy you were playing (laughs) against last week that's a cool touch um so yeah like memor i've learned that memorizing helps and like for one in one instance in particular uh this one level it's like this guy you have to get three rounds in Mm -hmm. um because if you don't get three rounds in, he doesn't tell you the information that you basically came to get and you fail and you have to leave and you have to keep going back so it's like i knew by the second round if i hadn't done it in a certain amount of time i was going to fail the third round because i wasn't going to have enough time to play my cards Mm -hmm. um so that's why i say like memorization definitely makes 
you better in the game. What um, is the card game? It, is it poker or is it a made up game I, for this? I don't game? know what game they're playing to be honest because y all you're doing is setting your mentor up to have good cards. Oh, so you're I the honestly assistant. don't even okay. know what they're playing. Got yeah. you. Got you're you. at the table, you have cards in your hand, mm -hmm. but all you're doing with your cards is signaling to your mentor what the other people are doing gotcha okay so you're so not like the main like, card card better person necessarily right. he'll, okay. he'll say unless you die and then you have to play cards for yourself against the devil oh, i think i told you about that <laughs> gotcha part. yeah that, yeah that's um awesome. so then you're playing cool. on your own but yeah most of the time you're holding cards probably like five so i would assume they're playing something like poker because okay. usually they're throwing like your boss is usually trying to get a hand or a card that's better than the other the opponents right so i would assume they're playing something like that yeah but yeah most of the time you're bending cards you're signaling uh your boss will say oh my companion uh he's he's very like wavy and sick like he needs to go to the bathroom and they'll be like yeah yeah yeah, sure and then you, he'll be like pull me a glass before you leave and like you look over someone's shoulder and pour them wine and see their cards yeah and then you go to the back and you signal to the dude with the cards <laughs> got you so it's like yeah you're not really ever playing a true game got of you. cards you're just like the most recent thing i learned was like so if i what was it oh I'm trying to give a high card to my boss and a low card to the opponent. Mm -hmm. So if I I take I find an ace in my hand and then I have to use the left stick to bend it forward. So he goes, if the card is large, have it puff its chest out with pride, right? Mm -hmm. So you bend it forward, the face out. And then he's like, for the low card, he's like, you have it bend back like a cowering peasant. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to bend that card away. <laughs> And so when the opponent cuts the deck, so your boss cuts the deck first, he gets the high card, you swipe it and hide it. And that's mm -hmm. like a timing, like key base thing. Yeah. So it's like, you have to be like A button, X button in perfect timing to like yeah. hide the card in your sleeve. <laughs> then when the opponent cuts the deck, he gets the, lar he gets the low card because it's bent the other way. And like mm -hmm. your mentor explains all this. He's like, it's all, it all just works because people don't really think about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. so it, it's it's very like i like that part about it because it's it's very much like you just have to manipulate people <laughs> in a given amount of time yeah that makes sense um so i spend mo most of my gaming time is spent playing that while i like get unfrustrated about teenage um <laughs> and then uh most of what i did with the rest of my week is i watched most of resident evil on netflix this is like this is weird it? no no i'm gonna say no they i'm gonna say yeah but i'm gonna say no they didn't because this is another like this is like a branch off of the like mila M M was it mia Jovo jovovich oh yeah mila it's jovovich. like a it's like a branch off of that so here here's the deal for those that are familiar with resident evil everyone knows uh you know the name albert wesker my right? guy my dog <laughs> and so it's like albert wesker i think in the the past lore had two children okay. like uh, alex yeah. and alexia or something. something like that yeah something like that and they were like one of the like they got t-virus at some point yeah um and we, that happens in like resident evil 6 or something mm -hmm. it happens in the games yeah. i'm not gonna get into it because i don't wonder i don't dig that deep <laughs> yeah. one day i will but i haven't yet the lore is all over but, the place 
Yeah, it's all over the place. But it seems like this show is basically like, okay, 1998 Raccoon City happened, mm-hmm. right? And then they covered it up. And then we have this, here we have this guy named Albert Wesker mm-hmm. who has two daughters. Um, I think it's Jade and Billy. And Billy is very clearly affected by something. <laughs> Which they feel like, it feels like they take half the show to basically say that it's she's been injected with the T-Virus. Uh, um, but it's, it actually starts out as like a, it's a drug for anxiety and like social, okay. uh, social anxiety specifically. It's like called joy. It's okay. literally meant to like fight depression, anxiety and stuff like that. Why have they tried and, to kill um, like, cure like every single different disease <laughs> with this one virus? I don't know. <laughs> to man. failure every time. And so the show flashes back between Jade and Billy as kids with their dad, Albert Wesker. Mm-hmm. And the, like Jade very much has this like, I hate my dad because he works all the time and my sister's messed up and he doesn't help me and he's not being a father. She's doing that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Billy is very much the like quiet one. It's like, I just really only talk to my sister and get picked on and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah, it's like, it's flashing back before back and forth between after i guess the viral apocalypse that occurs for the second time and them as kids before before but they're they're discovering the cover-up of raccoon city the first time okay so they learn like i think the part i'm at they learned that raccoon city that because they live in new raccoon city <laughs> okay so this is a little far into the future not far yeah, but so, like past all the game so, stuff exactly so it's like they're discovering the cover-up of old raccoon city right. and what happened and that it was nuked and all that kind of shit mm. so um it's 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 just such a weird approach i don't know why they've chosen to take this approach because it's so jarring because the the past for them is like weird future for us right like yeah. weird kind of like maybe 10 to 15 years into the future yeah but the future for them is like i guess everything has somehow gotten a bit of the t-virus because it seems like they just get attacked by giant versions of regular creatures all the time so it's like out it's just spread out everywhere or zombies yeah Yeah, you've got your regular like on the street human zombies (laughs) and then you've got like mutated spiders yeah and gigantic caterpillars and like stuff like that so it's like I don't know where they were trying to go with this. <laughs> Just get this a lot is somewhere of monsters. Between, this is somewhere between Resident Evil 6 and the old Re- Resident Evil live action movies. Yeah, like with the giant spiders and stuff. It's, yeah. it's so weird. It's so bizarre. What they, it's like, why make this new version of Albert Wesker with like different kids? Like, I don't know. It's just bizarre. It's and, non-canon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, one of his daughters in the future, it's like, they don't look that old. They look like maybe your age, right? But the one daughter, Jade, has another daughter mm-hmm. who's, like, four, but she's, like, a super genius because okay. her father, in like, injected her, and her child got the, like, the... The good part of the, the gene. <laughs> well, I guess she received whatever he injected jade with yeah it came out through her daughter and so her daughter gotcha. is basically a almost a duplicate of albert okay so when you whenever she goes and visits this daughter it's really weird because it's like her 
it's like her old boyfriend from the past when they were younger is like now the the surrogate father for this weird space or this science baby yeah and so she comes and visits and she's like how's our she's like how's our four-year-old prodigy doing like she's very like (laughs) deadpan about it and like not interested in this weird child um and so i'm just like i, I don't i don't understand the show is albert <laughs> mute, is he mutant albert in this one or is he just no, like human he's, scientist he's, albert he's caught between like he's super committed to the science yeah but he does somewhat care about his children somewhat okay i get it. it's like he still he doesn't care enough not to inject his daughter yeah <laughs> But he cares enough to like warn them about stuff or try to somewhat protect them from things. But he's so not, it's very confusing. He's not though like the I am the next evolution of humanity incarnate. No, Wesker. no, okay. he's kind of like because I think there's a point where they discover a message from him yeah. where it's like if you're reading this message, I'm dead and Umbrella's coming to take Billy. Okay. Like so, it, it, I, yeah. He, if if he feels like a mix between uh, Wesker and Birkin, okay. If you remember uh, playing through the second game, uh, uh, um, Doctor Birkin was Sherry's father, and okay. he was also super obsessed with his work. Work. Yeah. And did not give a shit about his kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but the Wesker part comes in because there's this one lady who she gives like hard Ada Wong vibes. Mm-hmm. And she basically comes in and is like, we're going to reactivate you, Albert. Yeah. And then like, so there's a couple scenes where Albert's like torturing dudes with like scalpels. And she's like, there he is. She's like, there's the old Wesker. And I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> what the is heck? this? It's so random. It's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. That's going to, that's going to bum me out a little bit when I see Wesker. I mean, check it out. Because I'm going to go back and like really pay attention because I was a little bit woozy and sick while I was watching Oh, no. It. But um, I'm going to check it out again and see if it makes any more sense. But yeah, it, it they took a wild uh, approach to this turn. Yeah. But like Man. one that I would it, I would one that I wouldn't be surprised by because it literally just grabs all the things that are like super in your face about Resident Evil. Yeah. So I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to jump, go out on the ledge and say that I think that Destiny is going to be the savior for live action video game shows. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell them. They're gonna have. It. They're gonna have a freaking um. What is it? It's a. It's hunter. What are the classes? Hunter, Titan, Warlock. They're gonna have a Titan taking his helmet off and crying all the time. Oh no, that's uh, Zavala <laughs> does that in game already. <laughs> <laughs> so they already got that that archetype oh, okay, covered. Cool. Yeah. No, nah, but that. all they gotta do is just make a longer version of one of them live action advertisement commercials they be doing. That's all they gotta do. <laughs> Cause them Jones be on point. But I'm like, people are so afraid to do stuff like Primal Man. Yeah. Where it's just like full action and not a lot of dialogue like, and stuff. Yeah. Well no dialogue in that case. Um, and then I'll just briefly mention the last thing I'm doing this week is I am catching up on Orient um, mm-hmm. for the second, the second half, I guess, of the season that's coming out in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I was telling Tiz, like, I actually, I didn't stop watching Orient because I didn't like it. I just was like, okay, this is cool. I'll come back to it later yeah. um, after I kind of watched the first episode just to get in idea of like what it was going to be yeah and um after tiz mentioned it i decided to go back uh after struggling get through black clover um (laughs) 
but yeah i am actually really enjoying orient i enjoy the main characters um they're doing a good job even though the redhead character musashi is clearly the main character yeah i think they're doing a good job of balancing him with uh kojiro yeah and and now uh sugumi they definitely got the whole party thing going on traveling shonen party Sugumi is insane. She is insane, yeah. She is insane. I, 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 I the only reason I say that is because like her whole introduction when felt like her screaming, yeah, like Asta style the entire time. Oh, oh, I know what you mean now, yeah. Oh, just like everything she did would just be screaming Loud. about her father, screaming at them, screaming. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, and then why? <laughs> this is what got me. Why? <laughs> when she said she was like i forget i forget what situation was occurring but it's like they were about to tra- start traveling together yeah and she was just like my sister told me whenever you get to get naked to take your clothes off <laughs> yeah and she's just standing there with the top of her robe down and like with her hands over her chest and the, and the guys are just standing i'm like and now everyone's uncomfortable <laughs> And it's so funny because they both just put their hands on her shoulder and they they literally sing, yeah. we understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this show is so weird. No, I thought it was funny. I thought that specifically made sense, though, because of just how terrible their their parent parenting situation was. So yes. I could I could actually see her sister like really <laughs> believing that advice and passing that advice on. What the heck? Because <laughs> they're both like had an unorthodox like childhood yeah and then these characters they're doing a good job of like making you like endearing you to the characters musashi yeah. especially like he's super duper hard-headed but oh, yeah. like you Typical you kind of start pro- to protagonist energy yeah you kind of start to get it kojiro clearly is the softer more thoughtful the logical <laughs> one yeah yeah slightly more logic slightly more logical slightly, um yeah. Uh, but a yeah, little cowardly though a little the one the one part action. that got me really bad is like so sugumi once she joins the party is kind of like throwing herself all over musashi because he like of course he hyped her up and like you know gave her confidence about her bushy skills but he has a milf fetish <laughs> yeah and then, he goes, and then he's sitting there sweating and he's like i can't, I can't tell or he's like he's like kojo's mad at us because he clearly thinks we're together but he's like i i can't, I can't tell him my real secret I only which like is older i like women. <laughs> i'm only attracted to old ladies <laughs> you're like what and he's like yeah he's like we could only fantasize about our teacher in school because if we if insane. we thought about her if we hung out with girls we would get beaten yeah <laughs> so we could only fantasize about, about our, our teachers. teachers so i developed this <laughs> so weird. and then so he's he's sitting on the the bank of the river and kojiro's like staring at them angrily from behind a tree he mm-hmm. so musashi's thinking that then kojiro's standing behind the tree going he has a crush like, on oh, why are they face? so close and then he's like i can't tell them my secret yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh no <laughs> i'm like what's your secret <laughs> and he's just like i've never been with a woman been with a woman <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh god <laughs> i it's so so it's like these two idiots like Dumb. they're perfect for each other yeah absolutely um Band and i also misfits. like that they're they're setting up some depth uh to uh kojiro's father yeah um and uh yeah, yeah. Uh, i like i like what i'm like what i'm seeing so far i like the arc with the black bushy uh, i was about to say you know what guy. part got me 
when you introduce oh now we got a demon form that i spontaneously <laughs> transform into and murder everybody I, I i i was really shocked by like i'm gonna kick you into this hole where you just get turned into a sword i guess oh, and i'll come check on you later that was literally uh you might not have seen or remember this but there was a literal thing like that in bleach where they basically just yeah, kick I, Ichigo in a hole, and they're like, "If you come out alive, then you'll be stronger. Uh, if no, you come wait, out I a monster, we got to murder you." I did you. see that part. Yeah. yeah, I did see that part where he's like, "You might come out a, a hollow." Yeah, and if you do, yeah, we just yeah, got to yeah, murder yeah. you. <laughs> I did get that far in Bleach. There was definitely some. I feel like some inspiration there. <laughs> Bleach, I gotta. I'll go back to you, but I had to get over the like early aughts guitar yeah, yeah, music yeah, yeah. that would happen every yeah. time it's very metal yeah it's very <laughs> rock yo <laughs> yo it's that it's like very naruto like naruto used to do that shit too it, it did definitely especially um, in the earlier yeah. seasons so like if you watch eight episodes of that in a row that music starts to like wear on you a little bit yo i'm telling you though if you if you like wow. all of these sword anime orient demon slayer <laughs> all of these sword anime are straight up influenced by bleach like they take so much from bleach like it's not funny it's crazy i i would say that and then even probably Roroni kenshin if we if oh we yeah really, but it's nobody wants to talk about Roroni after i what love happened. wait what happened yeah the, with the with the art with the oh author. did the artist do something scandalous he's a pedophile oh okay oh sheesh yeah, we, don't, we don't talk I about that i anymore. didn't know I didn't yeah know. um that's unfortunate <laughs> i hate when they're like they found thousands of files <laughs> like of why pedophilia. so many <laughs> like why are you storing them <laughs> no like jesus Weirdos? you gotta ruin it for jesus. everybody all right it's like i just think here's my dirty hard drive it's like what are you doing yeah all right moving on from that look uh, i'm like over here <laughs> i'm like ever since i got my persona tattoo i'm like praying like oh please don't let nothing weird come out about this guy <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay you like the character not the creator yeah yeah and i make like, sure to get something that's not obviously persona like nobody would recognize it unless you're also a diehard like persona fan you're talking to someone that loves one of the most b beloved franchises in history, Harry Potter, and the author has slowly just been, like, seppukuing herself into, like, obscurity. Oh, jeez. And it's like, ev everybody hates J.K. Rowling now, because it's like, yeah. stop ruining, stop retroactively ruining Harry Potter. They just hate commentary. her, like, political views, though, right? She didn't actually do anything. That well, no, she keeps... Crazy changing like she keeps coming out and saying stuff like retroactively about the characters oh, okay and she'd be like oh i had this in mind when i was writing this character and they're actually like this and blah blah blah. and you're it's just like, like you i don't that? care yeah. stop just let people have whatever they developed in their imagination yeah but let's I get into you. some news let's do it and now over to the news with tins new, 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 new news um so nothing too crazy this week um first up we got a new kirby game was announced and it is called kirby's dream buffet and it's a fall fall guy style game coming to the switch um this summer actually i don't believe there's an actual release date though they need to stop making kirby look so creamy and smooth yeah right <laughs> <laughs> he looks delicious <laughs> Cause wasn't there? Oh no, this is actually that trailer with the giant cake. Cause I was, I wasn't <laughs> sure if this was the trailer with the giant cake in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like it could be cool. You're just rolling around as a little Kirby ball and a bunch of pastry maps. 
Um, and I guess it's going to be like a last man standing type of thing. I'm down um, for that. I haven't played a Kirby game in a while. Um, I would love to play this type of Kirby game. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. I've heard Waddle D. really, really good things. Like, like as in it's like the one of the best games on Switch about the Kirby Mario Odyssey style game. Uh, I oh, it was the, Forgotten was Land it Forgotten or something like Paradise? that. Yeah, Forgotten Land. Something like that. I, I want to play it. it. It'll probably just be one of those games that I get to later. Yeah, when... same. I feel like, cause it's, you know that pricing ain't going it's down. It's never for gonna me. go on sale. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like I gotta like think about that money. Guess what game? Game for children. Guess what game <laughs> that we were talking about that I saw on sale for ten dollars the other day? What? Uh, oh, rabbits. Yeah, Mario. <laughs> it was literally ten dollars, and I'm like, no other Mario game Dang, goes as well. It finally went below fourteen ninety nine. Yep. Congrats. It's insane. Um, Bark of hope never, my butt. I'm probably never gonna buy it though. <laughs> honestly <laughs> i'm telling you i if i didn't play it when it was free i'm not gonna play it exactly yeah there that's are plenty about of other games up. like that game yeah for sure um those yeah, characters I, are not alluring enough i was gonna say <laughs> i'm i'm definitely playing fire emblem three houses before i play mario plus bat rabbits oh i'm definitely definitely games. finishing octopath traveler before, before I yeah <laughs> honestly and playing project triangle yeah <laughs> Which I also heard was pretty good. Um, but yeah, so uh, look out for this. I don't actually know if this is going to be paid or free to play like Fall Guys. I'm not sure. Hopefully it'll be free, though. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, let the Fall Guys clones commence. Um, and then next up, uh, more Switch news. Bayonetta 3 is being released on October 28th. Um, and they also showed off a... It's like a safe mode where you can play... And any of the times where she would be half naked, she will now be fully clothed. <laughs> Make Bayonetta safe for my child. Yeah. So I can introduce Bayonetta to my child. Which, when you think about it, Bayonetta is probably one of the more most, like, non-child-friendly games on Switch. But she's really not... I don't really think she's that scandalous either. You don't think so? I don't know. She I feel dro- like Devil May Cry is way more scandalous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why Devil May Cry is... Well, I guess it is on Switch now, the older ones. Um, so they did finally bring those to Switch. But, yeah, I guess to me, Bayonetta has always just been like another version of Devil May Cry. Like, just like an alternate reality Devil May Cry, It's like right? girl Devil May Cry. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're still fighting weird demon knockoffs, like weird demon you're and still angel knockoffs. Ridiculous gun combos in the air. Exactly. Um, but she's a witch. Exactly. Instead of a, a, <laughs> a devil man. Um, I feel like a crossover is is a need at some point. <laughs> like just a some type of crossover game between the two. Like why not? They're 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 fit for each other. It's true. I still haven't gotten through the first two because goddamn are they hard. But I'll get there. I have them on Switch. Yeah, I just haven't played through. I do too. Um, I need to. And then um, next up, we got a new game announcement called Soul Frame, which is uh, coming from the Warframe devs, and it is inspired by Princess Mononoke. Which is I found that very interesting. I did too. Yeah, I can see the inspiration from the trailer because it starts off with like a, like a. I don't know if that's a indigenous vibe. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it seems like it could be cool. It, it's supposed to be open world. Um, I don't know. It's going to be more fantasy, whereas Warframe is much more sci-fi. 
Um, mm-hmm. Soul Frame is also going to be free to play, so I'm guessing it's going to be similar to Warframe, but mm-hmm. just different environment and stuff. Um, so yeah, Warframe. Yeah, I'd like to see a not a non-space world. I agree. Oh, they say Princess Mononoke and Neverending Story. That's great. Oh, I didn't see that second part. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, that's a night. Nice, that's a very interesting fantasy world. When you look at the screenshots, you see the giant wolf with the princess-looking chick. That's that's what yeah, I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I could see it. Um. But the main thing that I always praise Warframe about is the movement and the the fluidity of the gameplay. And so I feel like if they can translate that over to a fantasy setting, it, it, it'll definitely be fun to play. One thing, though, that I hope they do differently in this game is make the systems more intuitive because Warframe systems wise is like probably one of the most unintuitive games ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we were recording or maybe we were when I said this. I don't think we were, though. Um, but Warframe is like you try to pick it up and get back into it. You need like an encyclopedia to understand <laughs> all the systems, like understand what's going on. Um, oh yeah there's a few games like that for me yeah so i just i i always think if a game's like that they should always dial it back but i know some people prefer their games to require encyclopedias so i don't know (laughs) i guess it's just who you're targeting um i was gonna say the main character at least or it seems like the main character in that trailer looks a lot like atreyu (laughs) from never ending story yeah yeah so it's like you can definitely see the influence um but it looks cool definitely looks cool and um so moving on from there um we had let's talk about how mad tiz is about the yu yu Hakusho live action disgusting show being announced (laughs) and now it's gonna have ads (laughs) running over top of it (laughs) make it even harder for me to watch it i don't Um, know the guy's face has the attitude though I see it. Look. I see the punk in there. Look. This is so unnecessary. <laughs> Keiko. <laughs> this is so and real quick, we can we'll we can get into the Yu Haka show, but I just want to say so we talked about the Netflix possibly getting a cheaper ad tier and now it's confirmed and they're partnering with Microsoft's ad technology or whatever to do it. Um and so yeah, we're gonna get Netflix in their attempt to stay afloat because nobody wants to watch any of these bad live action anime adaptations <laughs> um they're now gonna just force you to watch ads so now you don't even have to pay you're just gonna pay without realizing that you're paying which is so what is the is problem is are people only subscribing when stranger things comes out and then they unsubscribe i think so honestly okay um and we know the. but i mean like hulu's been expensive. doing this for years yeah, Hulu started it, I think, with the streaming service. Hulu's ads. got that five ninety nine with commercials tier all day. But I feel like I don't know. How do you feel about having a would you drop down to the ad tier? Would you are you do you want an ad tier? Do you think every service I mean, should have an ad tier? I think every service. I mean, I used to watch Funimation that way. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Because yeah. to me, I grew up with traditional television. Traditional television was nothing but commercials. This is true. So, like, it really just doesn't bother me. Because I'm just like, I'll just do a thing for two minutes. Yeah. And not pay attention to this commercial. Yeah. So, I'm always with it. Because it, it just gives more people that might not be able to access it access. Yeah. That's I true. mean, what's the difference between that and YouTube? Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be blocking these ads just like I, ain't I block never YouTube. For YouTube. Yeah, so. no, never. <laughs> um, wait until they figure out how to block ads on mobile too. I'm gonna be on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so not not a bad thing. 
Um, but I do definitely think they need to. Probably you would lose less money if the content was better. Maybe. Yeah. That, that might be a better approach, but I don't know. I, I 100% agree <laughs> with you. It's just the problem is, is that the well is dry right now, it feels like. It is. And yeah. they're probably. We're probably in a stage where a lot of better things are in production. Yeah. But just not ready to be announced. Yeah. For sure. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely think Netflix has some type of internal plan to like monopolize live action anime in the West, <laughs> um, which is just disgusting. <laughs> um, I'm telling you right now, I'm not watching any of the Yu Haka show. I just want to see the numbers on the live action that's causing them to do this. Like, they've got to be seeing some type of returns that are making them do this. Probably. But it's like, are they seeing them here? Cowboy Bebop got lambasted, man. Yeah, and it got canceled. Yeah, like, so why would you then go ham for two more live actions? You feel me? Like, it's like, let's keep trying until one works. I don't. So, so I'm like, something must be. I think, because I didn't hear a lot of bad things. Like, I like the Full Metal Alchemist one, and the Bleach mm-hmm. one people liked. Yeah. So I'm thinking numbers for those ones might have been good enough for them to push for these ones. Yeah. And, and yeah, also. You're, you're going to cry when they come out with Naruto. You're oh, just yeah, going to be absolutely. fully in tears. I, I'm going to have to skip it. If Why I, are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, is the this stuff has to be niche, right? It's like nobody's going to click. Nobody's clicking on a Yu Yu Hakusho live action. If they, I mean, one, don't I know will. what Yu Yu Hakusho No, I'm saying if they don't know what Yu Yu Hakusho is or if they're not an anime watcher. So this is already like, like double all the, niche. All the, all the RDC World 1 fans will be. Yeah. <laughs> those bastards (laughs) nah mark i seen mark tweeted out he was like netflix should have got me to play light thank you and i was like yo they should have (laughs) it would have been better they should have had him full on in that wig it would have been better (laughs) it would have been way better it's insane um but nah if they started reaching out to like content creators like youtubers and stuff to do these that i would be on board for that that would be awesome please um but yeah we'll see what, what they announce next we shall see um but yeah that that was pretty much it for the news this week i was going to talk about how the the ea's former ceo basically came out and said uh game devs who don't focus on microtransactions are effing idiots oh i saw that i'm shocked <laughs> that you don't have playstation buying bungie on here Oh, because we already kind of talked about that. It's did just, we are, okay, I was going to say, did we already talk about that? It's just the deal is quote-unquote finalized now. So I was like, it's nothing really new came out about it. They're still going to be able okay. to publish games to every platform. They're not going to be, Destiny's not going to be PlayStation exclusive, none of that stuff. So, Got you. I really think it's mainly a play to get, you know, their movies and TV shows, crank, start cranking those out. I think that's what Sony's into nowadays with these video yeah. games. Well, did did we see something this week about Nintendo purchasing a Nintendo Pictures or something? I did. Thought see I saw that. something about like Haven. I think it was called Haven Studios is now going to be Nintendo Pictures. Oh, and I was like, uh oh, interesting. Uh-oh. Okay, before the Mario movie even comes out, we don't even know if that's going to do well or not. But yeah, I think. Yeah, I might have the company. It might not be Haven, but they yeah. did buy a video, like a a video production, movie, a film production studio, I believe. Okay, 
I mean, I could see it. It seems to be like we're in, we're entering the era of live action and even animated too, video game and well, yeah, stuff. I was gonna say like I don't want Mario. I don't want Mario in a Sonic type situation. I want Mario in his own world. Oh, as opposed to like being in the real world, Detective yeah, Pikachu know, like, and stuff like put that. Put him on an airship or whatever, but let him travel around in his own world. Don't put him through some kind of portal to New York. Yeah, no, yeah. Like I, I hate that shit. I hate it too. I wish they would stop. I'm like stop <laughs> portaling people here. They just show me them in their world. And then we got to figure out weird hybrid CG to make them look not as weird. <laughs> it's and then we end okay, up with the original Sonic design. So it's Nintendo acquires an animation studio okay. and renames it Nintendo Pictures. It's called Dynamo, Dynamo Pictures before. Thank God it's an animation studio. Yeah, it's an animation studio. Thank so, so we're about to get a go. Mario and Friends TV show <laughs> <laughs> on Disney Plus. <laughs> Yahoo! Could you see? I could see Nintendo partnering with Disney Plus. I could see that. I could see that. They're, I still think they're a little too weird. Which one, Nintendo or Disney? Nintendo's a little too quirky. Okay, for Disney. For Disney. Yeah. But yeah. So, just a little extra sprinkle of news of things we've seen. Maybe we'll get um, the Zelda anim- anime back. Zelda anime. I was looking forward to that. <laughs> the newer, like, fan-made one I saw, yeah. Not the old one. Leave the old one in the trash. No, not the old belongs. one. The, the new one that was, like, rumored. I want the live action super mario brothers show back (laughs) was that anything like the movie that they put out with the no i think it it was like it was kind of like a mario it was like a mario's treehouse type situation okay i think it was like they'd be like standing in front of a counter and they'd have like weird conversations like a talk show yeah and then it would cut to like a mario cartoon short and then it would cut back it was that type of thing i feel you <laughs> so like let's just, yeah let's hang out with mario and luigi at home mario and in that game. in that cabin they live in oh, that's funny on the on a random island <laughs> on their little island yeah um so yeah i could totally see something like that i would love that yeah Nintendo, uh, i wouldn't put anything past nintendo to do anything that's quirky or weird <laughs> but let's but, go yeah. ahead and get into anime corner yeah let's do it I'm gonna just tell y'all right now uh there's not a lot going on but we're gearing up for uh summer season um so next week look forward to our synopses on the stuff that we planning on plan on watching for the summer season um but yeah i'm just saying that up at the top so that we get that out of the way in case everything else is something you don't care about <laughs> all right tiz where are you where would you like to start um i think the only thing if at all <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the only thing going on right now for me is Shield Hero. I think everything else is like finished and whatnot. Um, nothing crazy happened though. I don't think the 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 most alarming thing that happened was they were trying to heal. So, uh, what's her face? Uh, Raftalia. Last time she got the sword right, mm-hmm. and she demonstrated these weird sword powers where she can like cut you but not really cut you. 
Mm-hmm. And so they were trying to like heal the dude who she cut last time, and they were like, "Yo, bro, don't move. You're you're still healing." And then he takes a step forward, and his body just splits in half with blood shoots out of both halves. And I'm just like, "Whoa, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that." She so that cut was, your soul. Yeah, so that was like the highlight. Um, and I think we're kind of figuring out more of like, so we figured out Lark is a king in his world. Um, and now there's some evil dude, some evil scientist dude who we kind of met when in, inside of the turtle, who's like, yeah, kind of doing some sk- shady stuff. And now they're back to kind of trying to figure out what the waves are and what they mean. Yeah. Um, so still a lot of I, mystery. I'm still really, I'm frustrated that they took us away from what is, what is the name of the kingdom? Mel, Mel, Melamark? I think the name of the, where they the got whole kingdom from the labyrinth where the labyrinth was and all that. Yeah, where they woke well, up basically the, the kingdom that uh, what's their name? That's where Lark and Not... them are from, right? In, gla- in glass. No, 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 no. The queen, uh, the like queen that that he met la- in the first season. Oh, his the queen his that world. she is the country of the purple yes. hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's called like Melmark or something like We're that. We're just not like, even I'm, in that world anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm just mad that they we took they took us away from that world so quickly because I'm like they, it feels like they explained away like the shield hero hatred a little too quickly and stuff like that. So I don't think they don't hate him at all anymore. Like I think that they were, they were just like all the way past that. It seems like. Well, yeah, they at least cleared his name of that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they. I wanted them to go more into like why they hated him before he got there. In general, you yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like he got treated like crap before he got accused of being a rapist and all that kind of stuff. It's like the last shield hero was a dirtbag. yeah or or the king like they just said the king hated him or something yeah uh like he was jealous of him or something but i feel like they might get back to it at some point maybe because he's still not quite like he doesn't really work with or get along with the other three heroes from his world so i feel like they gotta address that at some point because i feel like we just got whisked away a little too fast i don't know that's just my personal opinion no i'm with you there there's a lot that's unexplained i think in this show still yeah um, but hopefully they tie up uh tie up some of that stuff at some point. But yeah. Um the only other thing I will mention is I'm very much looking forward to uh Junji Ito's Maniac that's coming out on Netflix. I don't think I, I've seen I that don't one. know when that's coming out, but it's it's I think in production currently. Is that the um, that's not the documentary, is it? No, these okay. are gonna be like new animated shorts, shorts. by nice. him. Uh, of his stories so looking forward to that in addition to uzumaki uh whenever that decides to come out out. circles spirals um and then oh i didn't put it in news because it's not that big but it's just that we already talked about a little bit i think offline but that solo leveling Mm -hmm. um is getting got an anime release uh or it got announced for an anime so there's a trailer out too yeah, it looks like we are going to get the solo leveling anime, which I hope is awesome because the part of the web comic that I read was like legitimately enthralling. Yeah. Um, much in the way of like uh, the beginning of Shield Hero, or yeah. even like um, not jobless, but maybe Tower of God. Okay. So um, yeah got that level of like mystery and stuff to it so i'm definitely hyped for that one 
really really looking forward to that so yeah while i finish orient all i ask is to watch link click no i'm starting that this week i'm definitely starting it this week. all i ask is everyone watch link click here's my I know, si- we're a little oh i'm sorry i was just no, gonna say our, our timing is a little bit off to you because we literally just did a podcast on thursday so yeah you're literally only seeing like three days of content from us yeah honestly <laughs> um but no when when you reckon recommend me a show like this usually what i do is i add it to my Crunchyroll watch list so it shows up whenever <laughs> i log in now so it's on the watch mm-hmm. list and there's only like three other shows on the watch list so it's like it's next time i log in a crunchy roll which will probably be tonight i'm gonna see it there and that's probably when i'm gotcha. gonna start it so that's usually how how it goes okay and i'm gonna do my best to at least jump on tokyo revengers as i finish yes. vinland saga Stop! I just gotta stop the devastation. <laughs> the Viking devastation. It is a lot oh of devastation. My God. Um, but is there anything else? I'm trying to think. Um, if I saw. Um, because there's something else on Netflix that I didn't get to yet. Uh, but yeah, I'm forgetting it right now. So I guess we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, and no, I'm not. I think that's it for me too. I'm just looking at my crunchy well, list. Until then, uh, I will be continuing to see how long of a game Card Shark is. Uh, but I hoped, really, really hoping to pick up Chorus this week. Uh, it has some like <laughs> interesting flight controls. It does not like it operates like Star Fox, but it doesn't feel like Star Fox. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to like get other games out of the way so that i can like be in on this control scheme mm-hmm. um i also kind of want to figure out a uh, returnal co-op yeah. so i don't know if tiz is like interested in that but maybe we can try and figure that out uh yeah. sometime soon because i've still been eyeing that was it like 15 dollars to upgrade to the ps plus extra membership for the rest of the year and i would just oh, okay. i would get returnal for free for the year oh okay so i've been eyeing that but yeah i'm like i want to like get back into that at some point because that's an easy like in and out game and now that they let you pause like you don't have to finish a cycle you can Mm -hmm. just pause in the middle of a cycle like that makes it even easier to dig in and out so they finally got that in yeah definitely want to uh get back into that so that's what i'll hopefully be doing if i'm not moving (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) what about you tis I feel it. I'm gonna still be digging through this indie catalog, trying to give my Switch life. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. You will either hear that my Steam Deck is on the way next week, or that <laughs> I will have. I will be reporting on what it's like. Um, <laughs> okay, nice. Because I feel like I, that email should be coming in soon. Sweating <laughs> an email. Soon. Yeah. Right, I'm hyped for this job. I'm hyped. I can appreciate that. Yeah. But all right, y'all, uh, you know where to find us. You can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. Maybe there's something you want us to cover and we're not covering it. Tell us about it. Mm-hmm. Email us, siblingrivalryclash, all one word, at gmail.com. Tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. Um, and as always, wherever you listen, whether it be to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and CastBox, don't forget to rate us and give us a sweet, sweet feedback that we need literally as sustenance to survive because neither of us would step foot out of our comfy ass beds every day if it weren't get content for you guys so just keep telling us what you want to hear and we'll keep trying to deliver it to you we will be your pod um, slaves
hopefully also I will be bothering Tiz in the future and we can get some like co-op games going get yeah. some recordings down for you guys uh but yeah definitely, definitely. I'm just gonna like invade his house and we'll just be <laughs> live together yeah can get, just the, get some recordings done we haven't had the the we did the the single camera setup the one time for uh it's uh, a way out that's what it was a way out yeah um we have to bring that we back. need to we could also uh like i feel like if we're together too long you guys might get like sketches and shit so yeah. like i got we gotta like limit that because i don't want to start like doing sketches and shit that's when we're gonna be in trouble <laughs> <laughs> that's when we're just gonna be full-on production company like with your like, trying um, to make sketches what was that invention that product you had um the cord lord the cord lord yeah <laughs> yeah yo i still to this day i told k the other day i said i wish somebody would make this yo i need this in my life. yo that's a real product like you could shopify that and get somebody to think you. that's like a, a you know that they need it like i need this yeah we would just be a bunch of like shitty improper commercials yeah <laughs> but all right y'all we will see you next week peace out y'all bye